0: Hello, my name's Aaron Espindola.
1: And my name's
0: Linda OJ. And welcome to another episode of the Next Gen Business
2: Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org.
1: nice to see you
0: again it's nice being here again
1: we've had some really good um, reviews on our on our podcast i hope you've been looking at them
0: yeah been getting a lot of support from uh, all my friends and family uh had my grandma actually in mexico see the podcast so i'm really excited for that
1: <laughs> oh that's wonderful that's wonderful and a lot of people are subscribing to uh the podcast and the youtube channel so thank you everyone for doing that and um i hear we have a special guest tonight, Aaron.
0: Yeah, we're actually pretty excited. Linda and myself are super excited today because we get our first guest for the podcast. And uh, without further ado, his name is Dave Oakwell Jenner, and he's going to be talking to us about um, going to university in England and also how he got his first job as well. It'll be a really fun, exciting uh, segment here we got
2: going. Hey, Dave. Well, good day, folks. Nice to see you. And uh, thanks so much for having me on the podcast.
1: It was all Aaron's idea. <laughs> so basically um we thought it was a good idea to chat with you dave because not only are you my long-suffering husband and we couldn't get another guest joking 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 no it's it's the experience that you had at university in england and how it got your first job and i know that aaron's heard this story before but you thought it was great didn't you aaron
0: yeah i love for our viewers to kind of see what you did and then maybe they can get some like tips from what you did and then help themselves out as well.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, that sounds good. Then uh, then I'll, I'll cast your minds back into the dusts of time. <laughs> uh, this was a long time ago now, folks. Uh, but uh, when I was actually still at high school um, or the equivalent of high school in England, I was kind of umming and ahring and, and trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. And I'd always uh, been very heavy into to computers, right, even from a very, very always, you know, playing with them, tinkering with them, making things, you know, on computers. And so that's kind of what I thought I wanted to do. Until I actually started researching careers in computing, and it wasn't exactly the, the great money earner that it is today. So I said, all right, well, you know, let's maybe just think a little bit outside the box here. You know, computers are basically electronics. I like electronics as well. Maybe I'll go to university and study electronics, and that'll be awesome. Um, but then, what do you do with the job with electronics? Um, so, uh, cutting a, a fairly long, you know, long and, and, and very boring story to uh, a little bit of a shorter version. Um, what I ended up doing was actually contacting a local uh, electronics company. Uh, I wrote them a letter and said, uh, essentially, you know, I'm thinking of a career in electronics. Uh, before, though, I jump in and, and, you know, commit to this long, really want to see what it's like, you know, once you've graduated, like what is a job as an electronic engineer? What does that look like? Uh, and I actually asked if I could just come along in the summer holidays and maybe just spend a little time with some people that were doing that work and help me get a little bit, you know, of a better sense of, of how that actually is in the real world. So that was sort of the uh, the starting point there. And uh, it was it, it worked out well. They actually wrote back, which I was you know even to this day I'm amazed that somebody would take the time to write back. You know this was in the days before we had email, right, and social media. So there somebody actually used a pen and wrote a letter, um, and they invited me to come in over the summer holidays and spend a couple of weeks shadowing some of the people there. And I'll, I'll always be eternally grateful because when I got there, uh, I, I you know was exposed to what I thought an electronic engineer did. Uh, and I got to see what they did, real real life. And I'm like, yes, this is this is it for me. This is what I want to do. And so that actually, you know, gave me the uh, the confidence to you know set down the path of becoming an electronic engineer. Um, and that's you know ultimately what I, uh, I ended up going to university for in the UK.
0: Well, that's actually really um, a good a good advice because I know a lot of people, especially my friends. When you you go to university or college, um, you don't know exactly if you like that as like a career. So just being able to kind of message uh, an employer that has like the job that you potentially want to get into and having that experience kind of probably made you even try harder when you went to school because you're like, oh, I can't wait till I get that job after, right?
2: Yeah, and it actually ended up working out even better than that because you know through that couple of weeks I spent with uh, with the company over the summer, they actually invited me to uh, to come and work for them during the remaining summers that I had, even when I go to university. Uh, so they had uh, essentially an apprenticeship scheme which I joined, uh, and so the deal which was uh, was pretty cushy. I got I got to say it was a nice deal, um, but they would contribute some money toward my tuition. And in return, I would go work with them uh, through the summer holidays. So it gave me a really nice way of, you know, I get to do the studies that I want to do, but I also get to go and learn some of the practicality. Um, And through that apprenticeship scheme, it was actually a big surprise for me because I kind of just originally thought, okay, I'm going to go in every summer and I'm going to do electronics, right? Because that's the thing I'm studying. Um, But this company actually, I think, was very forward thinking. So they had me doing everything except electronics. I actually spent time in HR. I spent time in, uh, in finance, in, in all different areas of this particular business. And the theory was, if you get exposed to all these areas of business, by the time you graduate, you don't just know the, the job that you have, right? But you know how that fits into the company that you're now in. So it was a phenomenal opportunity. And uh, I, I'm thoroughly grateful I got to take advantage of that.
1: I will just jump in a minute, though, and say I know this story well. And um, when you um, did electronics at, at Bath University in England, was maths big part of, of the course?
2: <laughs> yes, it was. And anyone who knows me uh, knows that I am terrible at maths. Uh, I am so, so bad at math, which is funny because people naturally assume if you're an engineer or in computing or whatever, that you're naturally gifted at math. Uh, I'm the opposite of that. Um, And so actually, when I was at university, I ended up having to sit my math exam several times because I failed the first time. And so part of uh, one of those summers when I should have been back uh, working with this company, uh, I ended up having to take an extra week and stay on a little bit longer than all my friends at university so I could retake a math exam Um, and even to this day I'm I'm thoroughly disappointed because I actually had tickets to a very well-known music festival in the UK and I had to give it up to take a math exam. How sad is that?
1: Tell us what the music festival was because you cry every time you tell me.
2: Yeah I was actually going to go to the Glastonbury Music Festival.
1: (laughs) And did you try and change courses halfway through or did I make that up?
2: No, that's also, that, that's a component of it as well. Um, so uh, when I actually got to university, you know, I, even with all the experience that you've seen in the practical world within the company that I went to, um, it doesn't really prepare you for what you get when you get to university, what you see. Um, and for me, it was, okay, you're not going to touch anything electronic. You're not going to touch a soldering iron. You're not going to touch any electronic components. You're going to sit with your head buried in a book of math and you're gonna invest for you know six months or whatever. And so I think I got maybe two months into the course and I'm like, no, this is, this is really not happening. This is just far too complicated. So I actually went and tried to change my course. Uh, I, I went to the, the, you know, the, the leadership at the university and said, hey, this is, this is not a great fit for me, what can I do? And, uh, and they basically just said, well, nothing. This is it, this is the course that you have. For the next three years, this is what you will, you know, live, breathe, eat, and enjoy. And, uh, and so I actually went back and, and again, uh, you know, all credit to this company. I spoke with someone that was there and I, you know, explained the challenge I was having. And his name, he said, you know, this is why you go to university. It's not just to learn whatever it is your course is. It's because you, you know, you get presented with things that you may not want to do. And this is your opportunity to show everyone you can do it. And so I had that little pep talk. And from then on, I spent the remaining you know, three years minus a few months um, studying electronic engineering. That, that's
0: really awesome. And um, that actually adds, kind of uh, relates with what my experience has been going to college. Um, there's some pro- courses that I personally do not like. I do, um, I'm good at accounting, but I don't like it. So when I had to take, when I saw my, um, my program, I saw that every year I was taking accounting. That, that was just part of my program, and it really was not the best experience, but it helped me uh, kind of understand the financial stuff behind uh, running your own business, and so just being able to go through all that is just kind of build your character, and um, kind of just sets you up as being a better overall like business person, or in your case, uh, computer engineer. <laughs>
1: I totally agree. And also, Dave, um, Erin and I talked in one of the last podcasts about how sometimes you go to university, you, you pass your course, you get your diploma, you get your degree, and then you enter into a different profession or line of work. And you basically, if I remember rightly, when you were at this big company in England, you left. You left the university, you got your degree, and you had a job there. And then they gave you um, some work to do that you could kind of have fun with, didn't they? You you would make websites and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, that's right. So I, I was fortunate while I was at university. I attended a lecture from uh, a gentleman called Tim Berners Lee that visited our university. So for those that don't know, Tim is the inventor of the, the web. So many, many moons ago when I had hair and, and the rest of you <laughs> were running around in diapers, uh, there yeah. were no websites um, until this gentleman, uh, Mr. Berners-Lee invented them. Um, so he had come to our school, our university to talk about this, this technology. And you know, I kind of, I was very interested in it. So I spent a little time you know, playing with some of the technology and understanding how that works. And so when I went back to the company that I was working with, I actually ended up building them a website and uh, you know, I was you know, just a young teenager still at this point, so I was you know, a little bit green. Uh, I went and gave a great presentation, at least I thought it was great, you know, on why the web was an amazing technology and we should embrace it now. And you know, I delivered this, this uh, little presentation, had the, the website you know, to show off that I'd built. And, uh, and I'll always remember there was just a bunch of people in the room just kind of all looked at each other and they're like, we don't get it. Like, what, we, don't, we just don't understand why is this useful. And uh, fast forward a semester, uh, and I was back at the company, heading up their very first web team. So between you know just a few short months, the company had seen the error of its ways, uh, had agreed <laughs> that this was indeed a useful technology, and uh, put me in charge. So <laughs> despite me studying electronic engineering, by the time I graduated and actually got full time with this company, I never did. A tra- engineering work with them. Uh, I, I got straight into uh, web development and you know that sort of formed the foundation of the career that I have.
1: Wow, that's a that's a really interesting story. And um, Aaron Erin, I know you and I know what Dave does, but I'd love our listeners to know. So what do you do now in 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 all these years later now that you're you know wiser and a little bit older. What what is your title now? What what kind of work are you doing now?
2: Well I'd reverse that i I'm a lot older and a little bit wiser. <laughs> But uh, yeah, to, uh, you know, one piece of advice I would share with everyone watching and everyone listening is you know, if, you have, if anyone comes to you and says, would you like to do this? Um, I, I've always said yes, right? Whether you can do it or not, you know, within reason, um, always say yes. And so throughout my career, I, I've been presented with a number of those opportunities and, and I've always said yes. And it was while I was working as a web developer, um, again, this was many, many years ago, there were a number of, uh, of cybersecurity issues at the company I was working for. So there was basically uh, some malware that was running around inside the company and causing everyone a, a great deal of grief. And somebody actually came up to me and said, you know, would you be interested in helping us figure out how we get rid of this thing? And so I just followed my nose, as I always do. I'm like, yes. Now, I didn't really know too much about You know the 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 ins and outs of cybersecurity, other than a you know a few uh, questionable things I did as a teenager, which we'll uh, we'll talk about another time, I'm sure. Um, So I just said yes, and uh, and basically dived on in and learned what I could. Uh, And once we'd finished with that particular crisis, you know, uh, a few people said, "Hey, you know, this comes up from time to time. Can we call on you?" And so I said yes, and found myself doing you know thirty percent web development, seventy percent security. And eventually the web development all fell on other people's shoulders and I woke up one day as a a security person and uh, spent the last, what I know, maybe 20 years of my career focused almost purely on the cybersecurity realm. And uh, I now uh, lead a bunch of uh, very awesome people working in the cybersecurity realm for a cybersecurity company. So uh, I, I guess something must have worked out by saying yes.
1: What do you think, Aaron? That's quite a good story for our listeners, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think it, he points out a really good point is that you should always say yes to opportunity, even if you, may, you might be like nervous because you don't actually have the skills right now. Just saying yes gives you the opportunity to develop those type of skills. I know for my situation, I didn't know how to do web development when I was doing my, my website, but you kind of learn that on the way. Um, but it's something that if I just said, no, I don't want to do that, I would have never had the opportunity to learn it and uh, have a company that I run right now.
1: Yeah, it's really good and even though I'm not like you guys and I didn't go to university or college, as you both know, um, I was asked to do my first motivational talk when I'd never done one before and I said yes and Dave was very surprised and my children were surprised but I've never looked back 20 years later. I'm glad. The only thing I will say to everybody out there, if somebody says to you, give me, you know, a couple of thousand dollars because I can make you rich and famous. Don't say yes to that because it's it's all lies. It's not possible. You can do it without paying a couple of thousand dollars. Well, you know what, Dave, I I think that you'll have helped, um, you know, our audience realize that you know in your case you did find university great you enjoyed it but we're not going to go into the naughty bits um it led you to a great career um you did want to change halfway but you couldn't so you had to finish what you started which is great when you 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 know you're going for an interview and they they know you finished what you started and erin knows that you know wherever you know, his college degree leads him. He can, you know, do the same as you. didn't change halfway through or continue with what he's doing. So it's a great story. Thank you for um, allowing us to interview you. We um, we think it will help a lot of people, including us. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, Aaron, um, I think we've already uh, got some great uh, feedback on the podcast and we've got some more podcasts coming up. So have we come up with any... Um, definite topic yet. i know there's a lot of suggestions coming our way by email
0: uh yeah we've been having a couple different topics that we're going to discuss uh in the later podcast um so for all our viewers or listeners um definitely check those out when they do come out because they're going to be really interesting and they're going to help you develop your company or even if you just want helpful tips on just uh, having a professional career like in um, like cybersecurity type of things, we will always be interviewing people and they're going to give their insight and they'll be able to gain some good knowledge out of this.
1: That's great advice. And also please subscribe to our uh, podcast. It's on Apple. Um Apple Ch- what's it called now, dear? So I forget it used to be called Apple iTunes and now it's called Apple Podcast, isn't it? I always get it wrong. So please subscribe to that and subscribe to our YouTube channel and then you can hear us waffle on some more, can't they? <laughs> Why do I make you laugh error? Really? <laughs> Are we in a giggly mood today? What have you been doing? Have you been to you haven't been to college, have you? Because it's a uh, snow day.
0: Yeah, I know uh everything's online right now, so I've just been uh, doing a lot of homework lately um, because uh, it's the middle of our it's almost the middle of our semester so we're going to get our midterm soon and all that stuff all that fun stuff.
1: Uh, so you better work hard <laughs> no skyving well you know I think it's goodbye from
0: me and see you every, everyone uh, on our next podcast
2: thanks for listening check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com